Your show's rubbish. Hello, hello, and welcome to the D Trout Spinners. Um, I'm Gary Forrester. With me, well, not with me, but with me in spirit oh is Miles Purnell, my co-presenter. Hello. Um, yeah, this is the D Trout Spinners, and we haven't we've been off for about a week. So it was lovely. It was a lovely break. We'll both, uh, we both actually saw our mums, funnily enough, because we don't see them that often. Yeah. Both called Jane. And that's that's what a coincidence. That's Weird, sort of facts it? like that that the listeners come back for time after time. Weird, isn't it? Um, how was your how was your mum? Mums? Yeah, it's all right. Well, my mum's married to a woman. I don't. It's, yeah, it's, whatever, mate. So, but um, yeah, she um. Do you call her Uncle Hazel? No, you know, I call her Papa. <laughs> no, Papa. No, um, yeah, both my mum and Coral were good. It was good to see them. I like it. Um, but I I don't see my parents that often. I won't see her again for about eight months now. So, you know, and I told her that at the time. I made sure she was like, we should do this more often. I was like, no, I don't want to. Eight but, months uh, starting now. <laughs> like, gr- growing up, I used to have, like, hate my parents. I used to argue with them all the time. As soon as I st- moved out and we didn't see each other all the time, we kind we kind of get on now a bit better. Have you ever thought so. that they thought the same about you, though? Yeah, I'm sure they did. Probably that's why they kicked me out when I was twelve. <laughs> yeah, it's not legal. But big question: um, Have they subscribed to the podcast? At, almost certainly not. She keeps oh. saying, "Will you send me a link?" And I don't send her a link. It's a potential <laughs> listener right there. But I don't know. I'm just my dad wants to listen as well. But he used to be our only listener on our radio. Yeah, show. how He's, times have changed. Was, I've got was, little. I've got a little Saudi Arabian fella there listening yeah. away. Yeah, we've got people from all over the globe. In fact, if you are in a if you are in a country other than the UK, tweet us uh, at Spinners Podcast. I can do that now, and uh, or get in touch with us somehow. Let us know where you are so we can talk to you. I do. I actually want to know if someone's from Suffolk because I was back home in Ipswich. You wanted to sign an autograph, didn't you? <laughs> you wanted to sign an autograph. Can you imagine? You'd love that. My Derby Road station. Oh. Sign of an autograph of a Tin Pot Radio podcast. Uh, thanks for asking. Um, oh, no, I went no, no, to the... oh, oh, by the way, how was going to Suffolk? Yeah, it was good, man. It's good. <laughs> I, do you know what? I forgot how much. You know, things when you get older, I actually quite like the countryside now. And I kind of took it for granted when I was younger. Now I think, oh, quite like sitting in a field. And we were some cows. Literally, I was thinking about Carl Pilkington because some cows like raided our picnic area. <laughs> oh, that, that's like, one of the funniest checking, parts of the well, show. Well, I was checking if there was um a calf. There wasn't a calf, so we were fine. We were safe. Yeah. You walked uh, hills to save like 50p or whatever. I can't remember what it is. I so. would do that, though, I think. No. But no, this was free. I went with um yeah my little nephews, nieces and nephews. and that well, was, yes, um, I do know your nephews because I was introduced to them over Skype. Miles and I Skyped a couple of times whilst he was in Suffolk, but the connection wasn't good enough to do uh, a podcast. So that's why we're doing one this week. But yeah, one one time I, I was introduced in a quite a quite a surprising, d- impactive, destructive way to your nephews who were quite quite the lively little fellas. I think they're amazed by technology, aren't they? Because they just can't believe there's another human being. Can you imagine being that confident that you just, like, say hello to a stranger over Skype? I mean, you were telling me, right? Gary was telling me the other day, listeners, he went to see a a mutual friend of ours. The the friend of ours was in the bathroom, and before he went to the bathroom, he just passed the phone to his... No, no, you've explained it quite wrong. I didn't go to see this friend. I was at my flat. I rang him, because he rings, so I just... I rang him, and... um, he said, oh, hi, hello, Gary. And, you know, it's great to see you. I I'm just, just need to go to the toilet now. So I'm just going to put you on to this lovely fellow. And it, just someone else. He didn't even say who it was. It was someone else who I who I know, but kind of know a little bit. And he does that a lot. It's, if anyone else is in his flat, he will do that. He will make an excuse to leave the room so he can hand, hand, the, hand the phone over. But I will say this of him. He's a lovely guy and he, he does like bringing people together. And it's him 
that actually brought us two together. So we shouldn't shouldn't criticise him too much. And we're not because... We shouldn't criticise him at all. It's, you know, it's just his way. Absolutely so, not, because you wouldn't have this, which is called the D-Trout Spinners Podcast. And today we're looking at episode 26. That's the 15th of February, 2003. Carl tells of his trials and tribulations while Suzanne was away. And Ricky is disgusted with the show. And he finally says, that's it. We're taking two weeks off. I've put a link in the description to this podcast. So if you do want to listen to the show ahead of time, do listen now. And welcome back. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Pretend that's like such a showbiz thing to do. Like, you know, oh, hi. Welcome back. Welcome back. Some adverts and that. Um, Gary, what are your what are your takeaways? What are your initial thoughts of this app? Well, actually, I thought it was it's a good episode. It's got some absolutely classic moments in. And actually, it's got something. I don't think this will be shared amongst all our listeners, but there's about a minute and a half's worth of audio that is actually probably my favourite ever. And it's it's not an obvious bit, but you, you know what it is. If When I tell you, you know, I quote it back to you. That is great, but it's very much a show of two halves, I think. The first half, not that much happens. And what does happen is, I have to say, relative to the rest of the show, the rest of the series, not that interesting. You know, they have discussions about... that. Well, they have... Uh, ex-family fortunes which I actually think that whole feature like when they're chatting to the guests there's nothing funny about it it just doesn't work and when Carl says at the end like well it's it's not that good is it he's actually he's actually very right about that also they do Carl in a film and again this week like Carl in a film is made by Ricky's laughs to it it just it happens that this week Carl did a good job but there was no laughter from Ricky so again that was a bit flat for me but then the second half it, it really picks up and I won't go into the specific things that I like about it now because they will come up as the show goes on but yeah I think it's very much a show of two halves what do you think I know exactly what you're going to say I know what what anecdote you're referring to in that go bit on, go on, you can say well it's the bookshop isn't it yeah it's a it's do you my, know the way to the bookshop it's that it's the bookshop followed by the um ricky photographing some japanese people in the street which is the most like i just cannot imagine it's such a sitcom moment isn't it that is all of that stuff it's, is such it's a so perfect moment. for ricky and steve just to be standing there and that to happen to them and then to retell it. but yeah i love i love that that moment also you've got a baby that had a baby which is a very yeah. is that funny i just think most people find that funny it's a classic from the show and the rock busters from memory are you know they're they're pretty good. They're pretty interesting. So it, it's very much a show of two halves. But yeah, well, do you, did you like it overall or what do you think? Well, I think to contextualise all of this, it is Valentine's Day weekend, isn't it? And it's the it's the anti-war protest. I like the fact that you get an insight into Carl and uh, well, what, what it's like at his house when Suzanne goes away. Because I can totally yeah. vouch for that. It's like, oh... You don't go to sleep at normal time because that's so true. When my what? girlfriend goes, when my girlfriend goes away, I I I find it. I have a very very difficult first night's sleep. Then I'm yeah. I I I that audio kind of played a role in my thoughts as well because as a single man, and I've been I've had short term relationships going back for the past a, a few, not many, not many at all. <laughs> but over the last sort of seven years, when my last serious relationship was, I actually functions so much better on my own like I've noticed. it's funny because you you obviously you've been in a relationship for four or five years now and um i i was wondering it, it's so different if you're if you're on in, if you're on your own you absolutely and you then sleep in the same bed as someone it throws you off completely it's horrible feeling you know it might be nice for a for a, at least one and a half minutes but it's not <laughs> a nice situation but when you are with someone I was thinking of you specifically. You probably are a bit messed up without the girl. The, the partner like. in question. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Then, you know, you get over that and you realise, you know, I love my freedom. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were without her last week because you went to your, your mum's yeah. online, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah have a good but um yeah i think overall the show as i say improves as it goes along yeah it's 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 certainly got a few favorite quotes which we'll come to and i should say this now coming up we have favorite quotes later we'll have a bit more discussion about the show um we've got uh, probably our favorite feature between us is xfem in the community we've got a lot of feedback this week from your um, musings on twitter 
Instagram, email. We've got we've got it all. So uh, we'll be and going. I'll tell you what, that. listeners, this week, Gary has stepped up to the mantle and he's become been, a tweeter. Yeah, I, I should. I'm, I was going to mention this because because I spent so long sat every show. I used to say I don't get involved in social media. It's just miles because. And it's, time, it actually really came to a head. You know, we had. We had a conference call and I said, I'm not going to do the show you if, put if it doesn't on do social media. And no, um, it, it, it was they're, they're ge- genuinely, I would say, if there, if there had been, I would absolutely say that there was. Running but around like a no, sort of no. out for you. I just thought of a tweet and just went on logged on and sent it. And I, I, it, it's very addictive. So actually, you will find, whereas before all the tweets were miles, now it's sort of more 50-50, probably 60-40, I'd probably tweet a bit more so the tweets are coming from me we're sharing the workload sharing and caring that's my motto and uh exactly. yeah i never bloody edit though <laughs> but no miles is quite possessive about the editing that's true. Rightly, because, I, I, because well, I like to control i like to control who speaks at what time and that's yeah. why i want to talk about that's why i want to talk about the the chat about bonobos oh yes we will but that's coming up and i must just end with we've got our favorite songs um and a bit of chat at the end that's what's coming up so stay tuned if we were professionals right which we're not not, we would have done that right at the beginning but we always forget so i did it now but anyway miles you were talking to me about bonobos (laughs) that's one of my favorite if your favorite bit is about the bookshop my favorite bit is about the bonobo chat and if only for the one line which uh if you got a mentalist yeah and just that silence after and ricky kind of yeah right yeah no yeah yeah but carl says it true and in, in true earnestness like he doesn't believe there's anything wrong in saying that what's he said what's the correct term yeah like, and then he, we, then he said, the most the, the worst you might as well just say spastic or something like that yeah you, know, you can't say that. well we, we should yeah you are i mean we you know there's always this dilemma and we talked about it off air and things like about using these words on air i don't think mentalist is that bad but the s word is probably quite bad i i would not say that on air but we're sort of we're only saying them to comment on the actual show and actually you know it can, they can be funny embedded in a funny context but actually if you take out the context they, it is very offensive, but I, I totally agree with you. It's very earnest as well from Carl. Like he, he doesn't, he just, he's just saying someone who is slow, educationally subnormal, which again is not the right term, but, <laughs> it, but he just calls a mentalist because it's like in his brain, anything mental, anything wrong with your brain, you're a mentalist, <laughs> like anything. So yeah, I, I, I like the yeah the bonobo chat is good. It's it's actually quite interesting like to know like bonobos if you've ever looked them up. I've seen they're them, amazing. They're so close to human without being human. So I'm not surprised he's fascinated by them. But it's also the thing when he gets to the end and he says um if they're in the school and put put me up against a test with them you know who would win and all that sort of stuff. But that at the end he just goes that'd be good though wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he genuinely that would make him happy to spend some time with some monkeys which he did do in an idiot abroad yeah but he hated it because they he would, hated every he, second yeah. and i i've always i've watched that right he, he's great on idiot abroad i love it and he comes out with these brilliant comments but when i i watched that and i thought i thought of something he could have said and it, it to this day i always think he oh, i wish he'd said that i'm not saying i'm better than carl pilkington we're coming up with stuff he's better than me but i just came up with this when all these monkeys were over him and he looked really miserable if he if he just said oh they say you should never meet your heroes that's good. I just, yeah i, I, like I that. just think that's good so um but yeah, yeah those aren't bonobos what he met they're just macaques yeah but, but actually on the subject of um an idiot abroad did anyone listen to 11 z's with daniel perry i used to listen to daniel perry a lot she was a, oh, yeah. a dj at xfm and she's just launched this new podcast so do do check it out and uh her first guest this week was carl pilkington and there was some really like standout moments like the metro just just reading reading this from the metro's um article that they did on it he says um whilst they were filming in uh alaska a fan apparently approached him and said um oh, will you come over and meet my family and he said yeah so we stood there chatting and uh he wandered back off and then the mum comes running over and says look we really appreciate that and he says look it doesn't matter i'm just having a chat it's like it's fine it's normal right and she said no you don't understand my daughter she'd been really depressed she lost her husband and she hadn't laughed for ages and then we sat around the telly one night and we watched your program 
and she laughed. Oh, and wow. He, and he says, and you don't understand, like, it sort of snapped her out of it. And Carl and says... it's Carl retelling this story on Yeah, the, that's right, yes, yeah. Well, oh, wow. And, he says, and he's basically, after that, he says, yeah, you kind of do these programmes, you do these shows and, and radio, definitely... Mm. And you don't realise the impact of something like he's someone that's very modest. Obviously, he never expected to fall into this line of work, which he says in the interview, he said, like, I do feel he's got that sort of imposter syndrome. He can't quite believe it's happening. He said, like, this is this wasn't meant to happen. No. Yeah, absolutely. And you kind of flippantly produce these shows and these TV things. And you just think they're entertainment. But it's kind of a lot more than that, isn't it? It's, it's actually uh, uh, sort of um, it's therapy for a lot of people because that girl has probably i don't know the girl in alaska she probably tried therapy she tried medication and i'm not saying it's an all, all cure all like as soon as she's watching india abroad she's cured but for her to laugh the first time in you know months or years that's a huge thing yeah the the impact of something like that and particularly with carl and ricky and Stephen, what we're doing the impact of those shows is so great because i don't know i don't know I can't quite put my finger on why, but it's like they, they've got more, they're more human. They're very human. It's not like watching, going back and watching a sitcom or something scripted. They're so unscripted and so unplanned that they've got, the, they've got the funny stuff, but they've also got the sweet thing. Yeah. And they've got the complexity of different interactions. That's also, also radio. The fact that, you know, when you listen to radio, it's only you that's listening to it. And they're you're talking directly your own image in your head. Yeah. When I was, I was walking down the like through London and there was a woman at the top of a skyscraper and I said and I was looking at her and she was going to jump right really uh, yeah yeah God. and I said and I said look have you tried listening to the D Trout Spinners podcast oh, yeah and she yeah. jumped that's uh, uh, that's that that went from the most sweet lovely anecdote that you were going to help this woman to a very offensive little bit where you take the piss out of people jumping but um yeah no no in all seriousness we we know i've been humbled it, it, like i'm not even it's so obvious it doesn't even need to be said but i'll say it anyway the impact of our show is ap- no, nothing compared with xfm it's 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 so small but we have been i've been humbled like our loveliest emails we've ever got have sort of said that you know how much it's helped with things like depression and we've only got one or two i'm not i'm not overblowing it but those emails mean so much because we we've both been there we've been on the other side of that we've been saved almost and it sounds quite dramatic to say saved but it we've been saved by podcasts and radio and it mainly the xfm shows over the years so it's so lovely to kind of have that kind of impact but it's um obviously it's nothing like them and it's only one or two people but that's it's nice isn't it Gary, have you ever squeezed someone's head? Um, yeah, I've squeezed a few heads. Have you really? Yeah, I think so. I'd, I've got a couple of board mates, and actually, when I was really... Jerry Blair? <laughs> when I was really... You know, when, you go, when you're when you much younger, and you sort of go, oh, you're sort of like looking for role models, and you're like, obviously, Ricky how, was... How old do you mean here? Three oh or God, like 15? No. Oh, no, when I was like, when I first watched The Office, like... So you, yeah. when you're kind of looking for those identities, and obviously Ricky Gervais was a bit of an inspiration to me. And so that's that's when you really do the quote stuff. And then it kind of loosens as you get older and you stop being so directly uh, like these people. But one of the things that I was inspired to do <laughs> from listening to the show was that I do have a couple of bald, bald mates, a little yeah. bit older than me. And how is your granddad? And I did squeeze his head. I said, do you mind if I... And this is a really weird thing, but I don't really think it's a sex thing, but it's just like, I want you to... Cause How I old are they, boys like boys. us? I remember I remember I was in a, a pub, actually, this was a bit more when I was a bit younger, and I did it to some random bold guy, and I squeezed you his head. Then. You're not like that. You you don't have I the... I did do that. You, you went out to... You must have been very drunk. I was very drunk. You were and very I went drunk. up to him, and I, sque- and, and I said, excuse me, do you mind if I just, like, squeeze your head? Yeah. Was, was it round? Was it like? It was, no, it was just a standard bald head. Like, there's nothing particularly, uh, you know, notable about it. And yeah, I did you kiss his... anyone as well, yeah. or was that just for other? We'll talk about that. Yeah. Squeezed his head, and I said, "Oh, that was fun. Do you want to do it again?" He said, "If we do it again, I'll gut you from here to here." Oh. 
That was like... You would have been so scared at that point. Because, but you know, I, my, you're not the sort of person who would just walk up to someone like that. But I, I believe after six or seven pints, yeah. you would have done it. But well, of course. But yeah, it's 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 very because I mean, most bald men remember they don't want to be bald. It's like you're pointing out their bald by squeezing their head. Like it, you wouldn't do it to someone with hair. <laughs> That's true. With hair, then. That's still one of my favourite things. Oh. There's there's one thing I like that you sort of get an insight into Ricky, Carl and Steve's uh, life and their personal relationships. And this is when uh, Ricky's having a go at Carl because he's saying he's picking, chewing his teeth. They have a go at him because he yawns at one point. Mm, and then mm. Steve steps in and says, look, oh, you're yeah, the that's... most annoying person in the world. He said, I hate having lunch with you. You well, walk around town for ages and you said, can't go in there because there's police sirens. He's annoyed at police sirens, rain, birds in the air, other people, wind, wind other people. Then I love it when he just says, um, they're the most annoying. Because that, that's how I feel most. I think I think most people are bloody, um, what's the word when, when you hate people? Oh, just, I don't know, antisocial. There's different words. But actually, in my favourite quotes, I'll just do one now. I just love the way Steve says this. He says it so quickly and so definitively. Well, I know, but this is the thing. You are the most irritating man I've ever met without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> I just love the way he says that. So, and I actually put it in my favourite, even though it's a, it's not like a funny quote in itself. It's actually, it's, it's, it's funny the way he says it because he's, he means it so much. And again, that's why the shows have got like timeless value, not just, you know, a bit of comedy here and there, because it's so real. They talk to each other like real, genuine people. And another moment that's not similar, but it's kind of gives an insight into their psychology. It's not an outwardly funny moment is where Steve says he says it on other shows as well. Carl's complaining that Rick is doing all this stuff. And Steve says, well, you've given him an inch. You've given him an inch. And, And that's really interesting because Steve never did give him that inch ever like it's so Ricky never is like that with Steve but imagine if Steve had given him an inch early on he would be doing all that Steve they wouldn't have been right yeah. Steve was just like no I'm not reacting and <laughs> he takes the piss out of Steve don't get me wrong hugely but he yeah. doesn't like to take but make him off eyebrows and sort of give him a hat. And it's so interesting. Again, it's a very real thing. You know, you've given him an inch. And that's the, f- I've had friends like that. Not that are like Ricky or do that. But if you give them an inch at the beginning, they're like that to you the whole time. Well, what do you do about this? This this sets a precedent for any kind of relationship that forms after any kind of friendship. Because when you first meet someone, you know, when I first met you, right, I said, I know this is not the same thing, but um, I've kind of given up smoking, right? <laughs> and then I met you. How's that going? And, be- <laughs> and because I wanted so badly to be friends with you and you were smoking, I started smoking again. And I and I, and pretty much throughout my student years, I stole your cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's fair to say. And, you know, really, I don't like to admit about smoking on air, but, but I will this time. Um, I think it's fair to say that Miles... Miles was a taker in those days, and he would I he would never ever buy cigarettes. Whereas I I couldn't afford them, mate. But then there was a period um, of a few years where Miles provided the roll-ups for me, and then Sorry, we're so kind of, me, anyway, I don't like to. It's a, it's a bit it's a bit grubby. Like the listeners will be, you know, the listeners think we're like angels, two angels. We don't we don't. They don't think that. We don't we don't smoke, we don't drink. No, but um no, anyway, actually, what, I, what I was gonna say, sorry, what was what yeah. I was gonna say is when you first meet someone, it's so hard to know because that the first impressions count for so much. And mm. clearly Ricky's very forceful. He's an extrovert, he's gonna squeeze his head, whether Carl likes it or not. And Carl, if he lets him, he now <laughs> He you gets never, to do that it, all the time. Yeah, and it's, 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 like you, it's hard for you because you're like, how should I behave on first meet and when I meet someone new? Because no, it, does, it, does, it does set a formula for the, yeah. the rest of your relationship. Do you know well, what I mean? It, well, it reminds me of um, the anecdote Steve tells about being in class. And I can totally believe this and imagine this. Or, or was it Ricky? I can't remember. But he's saying, you know, and we had this new teacher and someone found out his cat died and someone wrote, wrote draw on the drill oh. before he came in the cat being run over and he ran out and cried and they said and it's true he'd lost him that it did you never you can never get them back because you're right first impressions do count so much although i will say this there's some few people i've met in life 
who I've really liked when I've met them. And then over time, I've come to really dislike them. And a few people, the opposite. I've at, There was someone I used to work with. I absolutely hated him. Like, I thought he was so arrogant, a tosser. Like he was just, he, he was like, he dressed as a, a like a, an 80s sort of, in an 80s throwback manner. I love Morrissey. That's okay. But he just was like, like I just saw him as this um, aloof dick. And then one day our seats were switched. So he, he sat opposite me. Within like I'd say three weeks, he was honestly the, fa- well, the favorite person I'd ever met there. Like literally, it turned that much. So your first impressions count for a lot, but I've had lots of relationships where it's completely turned the other way, 180. Yeah. And now you're friends with Paul the Party Animal Parker. I love him. He's uh, no, it's like <laughs> Johnny. Well, Bob. Do you know what I mean? First impressions do count a lot, and so thank you everyone who's made it this far in the podcast series because. Had a lot of negative feedback from the first episode. Oh, hello. What are you? Are you? Are you saying hello to the people who sort of stuck with us over all this time? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Hi. Uh, thanks for that. No, we really genuinely appreciate it. Um, We've given yeah, you an just, inch and you've taken a yard. Yard, absolutely. We've we've given you an inch and you've taken nothing because you don't. No one listens. No, we actually. There's a Carl does a brilliant line. Uh, and they're talking about the anti-war marches, the protests. Table seven for one million protesters. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's saying like things like there's too many people to get anything done. And I totally agree with that, actually. <laughs> like, if yeah, there's more yeah. than. Have you tried organising the party of five? Oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah. I would do that. You know, if I ever get married and it is a stag do, my stag do is just going to be me and you in yeah. a spa. Seriously, that is because I can't. Yeah. And, and I'm not even going to let you book it. And I know you would never do that anyway. No, I would, yeah, as if I would like actually no, book a stripper and like, oh, God. No, 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 what I mean is, no, but even choosing the hotel or choosing the... Of the, course, the, it was your... We did it for your 30th, didn't we? we exactly, that's, that's exactly what I would do. I wouldn't... I don't want to go out with loads of people at all and if if i am going to organize something then they can organize it that's, that's okay you're allowed you're allowed to do that you can do whatever you want and actually if i ever got married like take it my, my stag do would be very similar to yours but if if i got married i would actually because my my grandma got married she just rang up my mum one day and said oh yeah i've got married but we knew she had a partner like but yeah. she's like oh she didn't tell anyone all they had was two witnesses two friends and uh them two and the the vicar in the prison. is it huh in the prison in the in prison yeah uh, with ta- with ink t- tattoo they were tattooed no but uh, yes that's how i would do it she eloped basically and i would just oh. i don't like big gatherings big big things so yeah we will do that spa but, but that's what made me laugh when he says um I don't go march. If you want to go on marches, you do that. But I, I don't like crowds. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> fair enough. You know, Black Lives Matter, good. Me too, good. I'm not going out. I can't be bothered. Yeah. I, th- I think it's too I think with Carl, Don't like people. I don't think Carl would go even if there was three people. Not saying he doesn't that in inside himself support things like Black Lives Matter. I just think he just wouldn't bother. And I, I'm speaking as someone who probably wouldn't bother myself, even though those issues mean a lot to me. So yeah, that was a that was an interesting part of the discussion. I think overall, because we'll we'll kind of wrap up our thoughts now, and then we'll we'll have a break. Go come to um, our favourite quotes. But I think the turning point of the episode is a, is another discussion I love. Is the discussion about squids, and I just love. I, I love Carl retelling that and the way he says it, like, because obviously Ricky's saying, like, if you, if, you, if you had to have a kid, but you had to sleep with squid, would you do it? Like, at the time, he would have been saying that. But the way Carl, he sort of retells it in a northern way. Like, he says, um, you know, you were sitting there talking about squids and having to go off with one if you wanted a, a baby. Like, I love that, having to go off with one. Like, going off with a squid. Yeah. Like, it's so, like... <laughs> you've, you've been out no, but the best thing is when when he says and then he just leaves he just goes i've got i've, I've made plans i've got to go yeah. somewhere. you just leave me with you just leave me with steve which uh, you know i'm sure they're be- busy mates now but at the time they definitely weren't and no, i know, don't think they are now have I'm, you ever been in that group, have you ever been in a situation where you're with like, a bunch of people and maybe one or two that you kind of half know 
and suddenly everyone either goes home then someone goes to the toilet and then you're left with that one person you kind of half know and you've got a forced conversation yeah well you're kind of talking about this earlier in the show when like we've got that friend who when you ring him up he'll inevitably if someone else is in his flat put you on to them and it's like oh. i don't want to talk to those people but yeah we've all been on nights out where you know you've got two groups of people who one of which two of which know each other well so they're both bringing their own people to the party and then you've got you you're right either people go or, or it can't it doesn't have to be like people leave it just hap, if you happen to be on the end of the bench and they happen to sit opposite you and that the other conversations kind of taking place like like intently over there you're you're just left with someone you don't really want oh. to and it's so so horrible. That's, I'll tell you what I'll tell you that's, why, that's why I'm alone all the time <laughs> I don't, I don't I'll tell you this funny story I was in I was in a pub right one time with my friend and his and her boyfriend and my friend uh now the girlfriend and my friend had just gone off somewhere <laughs> it was left with me and her boyfriend who's a bit backwards is a bit socially awkward and there was a there was a beam, like a wooden beam, right in front of us. <laughs> and I was, and then I just gone to the bathroom to leave my friend there. And when I came back, I said, "How was the chat with Mark or whatever?" I'm going to say that's not his name, but. And he said, "Uh, yeah, he's been standing behind that wooden beam." <laughs> well, what? He wasn't even. Uh, rather talk to you. <laughs> not talk to me. Talk to my friend, but. <laughs> He said he was just stood behind a, wooden, oh, a, a very wide wooden beam. And you imagine, like, if he'd shifted two yards to the right, he as, at least his arm and the half yeah. of his face would have been present. It but sounds he, like a peep show sketch, or uh, not peep show, Mitchell and Webb look sketch. <laughs> I found that funny for so many times. I, I've, I've had an awkward, uh, I think I've told this before, but I actually went on a date, and there's no excuses of not knowing, but we didn't know each other, it was a blind date, but... We were sitting there and I've never got on with someone less. I didn't hate each other, but neither of us were like that interested from from minute one. And she was basically she ended up reading. There's a flyer on the on the table and the met she was sort of reading the menu and these flyers. And it was so awkward, mate. But the worst thing was when we left, our flats were in exactly the same direction. Oh, so we had a walk. We had to walk. Oh. And I eventually like turned off like went somewhere that took me round like right up round somewhere else so it took me ages to get back because i ju- it was just it was so awkward and uh, <laughs> walk, walk miles out of your way to and I, yeah and i absolutely it's not just i didn't find it her awkward i didn't i didn't just not like her she obviously felt the same about me it was so clear from minute one and you know and you're just sort of saying um those cliche lines so like oh um what are your hobbies like you know when it resorts to that and i'm pretty good chatting you know but in there yeah I, I, I don't know how much i'll have to cut from this episode mate but we'll have to see what happens there were a few bits mars wasn't happy with as i was saying them but i told him i said to him you leave them it's in the quality but, thresh- listen before we before we wrap up because i would like to have a little well, no we're break. not going to wrap up we're going to have no, a no, break. Not, saying, i would like to have a little bit of a break um We've got some rockbusters that were sent in from Ryan Williamson. He's a D-Trouty. That's what now, I believe, Miles, it was Ryan that sent in the rockbusters last week. Is that right? He did. He did. He's, a, he's D- a serial rockbuster. But... He's a D-Trouty. That's what we're calling them now. If you listen to the Ricky Gervais XFM shows, you are a D-Trouty. Yeah. I'm claiming that. Um, so it. here's some rockbusters. Get a pen and paper. Gary as well. <laughs> um, okay, here we go, guys. You ready? I'm going to do that. Now, gonna... I, I've, I've read this email. I haven't read the answers, honestly. Ryan admits, I will preface this. Ryan fully admits these are, uh, he, he actually puts his crap, craptic a word, like <laughs> describing his own clues. So these are these are for fun only, but they might not be the highest quality in the world. And Ryan would admit that himself. It's all right. If you've made it this far, you know, if we're entering into the podcast, we haven't got that much Oh yeah, I, I, listen, listen. Ryan is is like is pristine and shiny compared with us. Like he's <laughs> we're, we're even le- we'd even make even less sense. But yeah, okay, anyway. here we go. Number one, they're desperate for some more fish. M, they're desperate for some more fish. M, performed in the style of Carl Pilkington. I Number always two. think when the clue when the initial is M is I always think Madonna, but I can't make it's... that work. So anyway, I think of I think of something. Okay. Else. 
Part of her eye keeps picking on kids. B.E. Part of her eye keeps picking on kids. Billy Elliot. No, I don't know. It's not too far off, actually. And number three, you're just going to spend some time with that woman. S. You're just going to spend some time with that woman. Okay, guys. Now, time to get your thinking hats on. Do think like Carl Pilkington. I will come back with the answers. See you in a bit. Welcome back to the Detroit Spinners. I'm Gary Forrester. With me is Miles Pennell. I hate saying my name. Don't mind saying your name, but get that out of the way. We're we're back. We're here. We're no, I won't do that. Um, we're going to do our favourite quotes now, but I did just want to, there was something I kind of wanted to mention before, and I, I briefly mentioned it, but the chat about um, the bookshop, will you come to the bookshop with me, and the Japanese people, that's probably my favourite two minutes of audio of the entire series. I just love oh, it so much. Works. My favourite bit is just where he goes, have you, have you got, and he, and he went, have you got no. something else I could sign? And he went, of course. And Ricky retells that so well. And what, what makes it funny is that Steve laughs quite a lot of that. <laughs> and you does. can just totally imagine Steve imagining that ridiculous situation happening to Ricky and him finding it. He doesn't laugh that much. And it just, I just love listening. It's just a treat. It's like I, I, I'll give it, give it to myself as a present. Like I'll uh, deliberately, I'll skip this, this episode and just go to minute 40 or whatever and just hear that. And um, and then the story about Ricky taking a photo of some Japanese people, just the way Ricky says, Steve's telling it and, and he's going to say Japanese people. And Ricky goes, Japanese people. Like, Japanese it's so people. ridiculous. Ricky Gervais, famous Ricky Gervais, taking a photo of three Japanese women. <laughs> like, it's just so, it's so funny. <laughs> I, I just, I laugh every time I, I hear that. But so time for our favourite quotes. And there was, Miles has done a brilliant job editing quite a bit out just before that. You know, that's all I'll say. And keep that bit in. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> what's, your, what's your first one, mate? Ooh. I've got more than five. No, but we'll just do... I think five is a good number. So, so, so be selective. I can't, I can't be selective. I, you put me on the spot. I can't be selective. Okay, but from next week, I think we should just make okay, it five. That's fair, it's, fair it's, enough. It's similar, you know, similar things. So, ooh. Ooh. Is that... No, is that yours? I was literally about to do that one. No, you did. You did. You just did it. Ooh, that's why I was... I, sexist. I was, sexist. Yeah. Subservient world. Couldn't, couldn't say man. Couldn't say man. Yeah. Okay. No, I love that because they're so offensive in so many ways. But that's yeah. like he's like, oh, you were a tiny bit offensive. Well, quite offensive. Like, oh, I'm gonna pick you up on it, even though I'm the most offensive yeah. man in a the woman. world. Um, I did, I did, I did it earlier. But well, I know. But this is the thing. You are the most irritating man I've ever met without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the way he says it. Uh, like. Yeah, had a right good laugh. Yeah. That's when Carl's yeah, talking about. Ricky said, oh, I laughed, didn't I? Yeah, the right good laugh. Right good laugh. Um, so what, you could actually trim it if you fancied... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good acting. Um, um, go on. Next. Please do not blaspheme on air. Please do not blaspheme. Again, it's Ricky's kind of, like, I'm so offensive, but I'm going to I'm gonna pick <laughs> anyone else well, up. Well, it's, it's, it's just Carl saying, it's just a bit of fun, for God's sake. Yeah. I'm getting all offended about the prizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve's looking annoyed. Uh-huh. That's again brilliant. Uh, the Bonobos having sex for pleasure, yeah. Yeah, um, it's not that good. Talking about ex of It's just like the pauses he does after. It's like, what do you think of that, Carl? Well, he's absolutely right about that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's not Give that good. Um, who else can say that? More monkey news from around the world. Yeah, I've got six actually. Having having made you feel bad about having more than five yeah. i've actually got six um no way no way yeah. like when when carl oh, says maybe you could do a bit of that stuff it's just, oh, i like the regular hey. way he says no way and then he says no way yeah, like, yeah. and he says absolutely i am not I, that's like i am ricky gervais ricky gervais does not <laughs> do menial <laughs> so true, isn't it? okay i'm gonna blitz through these I go something you go you know how it works and I go buzz. Uh, I've got one more by the way. So. Okay, go on. Oh, just, I, I've already covered it, but of course. Of course. It's my favourite quote of all time. Uh, okay, I've got four. Here we go. Let's oh, do. For God's sake. You're definitely right about that top answer. 
we asked eight of my mates. <laughs> yeah. I hate that whole thing. Yeah, even that she's not right. Silliness is not does not mean and do you know what annoys me, just coming to that feature very briefly? She go she picks silliness, right? And then she picks sensible at the end. Yeah. Like what you, make your mind and then smelly eyebrows in the middle. Oh. I mean, it just but even she's the chat with villain, the guy she's a villain she's the villain of the show by I, I didn't realise how much, but yeah. I can't remember why it came up, the frog thing. Yeah. And that was our favourite quotes. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, you finished. You can see, I mean, you can see why it needs a bet, can't you? This feature. Yeah. Hang on. Are you serious? You, you, you Mar, I said all this stuff about having a bed, right? And Miles said, Miles said, stopped and said, no, take it out. No, they don't need it. He said it wasn't funny. It's like, like he's the arbiter, and it, and it wasn't supposed to be funny. It was just like a, a, a look behind the curtain, and I can't believe we've just done the feature. So I re-recorded it, just as said, oh, it's time for favorite quotes. And now after that, he's like, oh, you can see why it needs a bed, can't you? I cannot the hypocrisy. The, it's the puppet master, isn't it? It's the puppet master. Okay. At work. So, it, the, see, Miles jokes about that. There is an element within Miles where he loves he loves that, but he is not the. Anyway, it's time now, and uh, this is we're going to do it slightly different. Usually Miles reads it out, but because I had put some tweets out this week, and I'm not going to go for everything, but uh, it's time for XFM in the community. What have you got, Miles? And you start off, and then I'll I'll just find what I've. Now now that we're back, I think it's a good time now to share the Rockbusters answers because this will not lead us into something. Nice that Ryan Williamson has said, who kindly sent them in. Oh, yeah, so, remind me of the clues, and I'll take a guess at each one again. So number one was they're desperate for some more fish. That's M. Um, that was, is it? Wait, wait, wait. Is it uh, madness? I don't know. How would you get from that? I to don't that? know. I don't know. But um, it was Macklemore, like Macklemore. Macklemore. I don't even know who they are. <laughs> He's a DJ. Macklemore. Oh. Moore. Well, you know I don't know any DJs. (laughs) Yeah, unless it's DJ Shadow, because you should pop a battle on and dance to it myself a little bit. Pop a battle on and dance a lot to it myself. Big bags on. Um, Part of her eye keeps picking on kids. That was B.E. It's something to do with, like, like Iris will be in there or something. Iris or Virus, Virus, Virus. Virus, I don't I know. Fear, I fear this artist is going to be too modern for Mr. Gary Frost, who only listened to Oasis, uh, definitely maybe, and all that. It was Billie Eilish, like it's a. Oh, bully I have heard of Billie and Eilish. Eilish, Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish. Oh, you're brilliantly terrible as as usual. What's his last <laughs> one? <laughs> last one. You're going to spend some time with that woman, S. So that was see her. You're going to see her. I'd like to think this, that this one actually makes sense. Hopefully it makes up for how bad number one is. And number two, quite frankly, Ryan. Well, what, what is, what's the, see her? See her. As in, Who's see her. See her. Do you not know who that is? How do you spell it? S-I-A. She always wears a hat. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm see her. Yeah, so I, I totally... I'm not even going to claim that, you know, it's me that's, it's you that's Ryan, in the mate, you, you're it's dealing me. with a 36-year-old man. You've got to, you've got to look back in the Britpop archives. Send some in. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for those, Ryan. So I'll come to some feedback. So I put yeah, out no, there. Whoa, 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 whoa. So with, with that in mind, Ryan, he goes on to say, um, love the last show, guys. That infinite monkey chat they have is one of my personal favourites out of all the shows. Agreed, I'll try to make out some logic of it, asking if the monkeys would know the story. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's probably the conversation I play to someone who'd never heard of the shows before. I think it really shows what they are all like. That's that's a good question, actually. Mm, if you have to introduce someone to the XFM shows and do email in Spinners Podcast at oh, it's just Spinners Podcast on Twitter yeah. or Spinners Podcast at Gmail dot com. And let us know if you had to if you had to um, introduce someone to the XFM show for the very first time, what clip would you play them and why? Yeah, well, I'm just thinking back now to how I was introduced to them. And I think it was that I saw a documentary on the BBC where Carl Pilkington on was bonobos. a no no it was no 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 it was on um it was that comedy comedy profiles thing and it was ricky and oh Steve, yeah 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 and carl pops up and then i i, I 
put it into YouTube. And I think the first thing I heard was the monkey news, one of the monkey news. I can't remember which one. And it's very hard to introduce someone to a show like that with one piece of audio because you you need to you really need to buy into it and it takes a while even for us fans you know you don't instantly think you don't instantly buy into their world until you realize how real it is you know and you need that confirmed to you by listening to quite a lot of it so it's a good point ryan i don't know what i would pick to introduce someone to the show it definitely wouldn't be something too weird it'll be something you know bordering on normal but funny the bit i always do and i don't know if this is right or not but i always I tried to get my mum interested in the shows and I played the tattoo <laughs> interview. Yeah, that's really, that's a weird one to pick because it's such a weird, it's just so weird. Like, we love it, but your mum, I can't imagine. I imagine your mum sat there stony-faced. I know your mum. She did, she does laugh a little bit at things, but she's she's a big fan of uh, Athletico Mints, brilliant podcast, by the way. And of course, anything Bob Mortimer does or touches or looks at or <laughs> features. I think it. we could, we could, uh, you know, Mars and I share a few comedy heroes, not many, but Bob Mortimer certainly is one, a shared comedy hero between us. But um, yeah, he's a big good. fan of um, Miranda as well. Oh, I love Miranda. I bought a book. I did actually buy exactly. her book for material for our re- previous radio show. But anyway, just to sum that up, Ryan, I think that's a really good question. And yeah, um, very. I love the Infinite Monkey chat as well. And probably yeah, it's one of it's probably one of the better things to introduce someone to the podcast if you had to. And if you didn't? <laughs> yeah, I, no, I don't mean if you had to. Like I, I love introducing people to the podcast, but it's really hard. The fan base is so. And just strangers on the street say, listen to that, plug an earphone into their ear. Yeah. That's what I was laughing at a bit, a while a bit. I I was at the I was at the shop the other day, it was a while ago. Oh, here we go. This is going to be there's a drunk man. Classic observational humour here from Gary Forrest. No, no, there's you can tell what's coming anyway. There's a drunk man. He said, oh, oh, Oasis, Oasis. I love Oasis. Can I? And he took out my, my earphone and put it in his ear, you know, in a friendly-ish way, but quite aggressive. It's quite an aggressive thing to do to any human. But um, yeah, he's listening. He's like, yeah, don't look back in anger, and uh, and uh, that that kind of freaked me out. But I always love that. And when then I, he said, and he says, "Will you come to HMV with me? Come to the yes, <laughs> yeah, come to Virgin Media with me. Would you come to Virgin Megastore with Megastore. me? Um, but yeah, um." Yeah, good piece of audio to introduce people to the show. Just a joke one I put out first. A dilemma of the day. What are you choosing? Waste money? Waste cats? What do you think the results were? There's 24 votes. Oh, the, the polls have just finished, haven't they? Yeah, the polls just finished. Oh, OK. So I'm going to go with... I, I, I really hope, I hope that listeners aren't going to say that they would waste cats. Miles, have you even met one of our listeners? <laughs> Two thirds of them, 67% said waste cats nice. 33% said waste money and to be fair right if I saw that survey and I responded to it I'd probably put waste cats too but okay, I'd actually so we've love clearly that. we've got a lot of animal haters and what? suspected yeah. murderers so Mars welcome. and I have this little thing whenever we apply for something and we put our bio we always write at the end and we like cats we both like cats and it's just a, our little thing Mars doesn't even like doing it but it's my little thing but so I actually genuinely like cats but our listeners apparently would rather waste cats than money um, <laughs> and this one's a more kind of serious one a more interesting one so I put sum up the entire XFM Ricky Gervais show stroke what it means to you in just one word and I'll go through the replies just quickly in order of how many likes they got. So at the bottom, which is these are still good, these are still good ones. Harry, that was Mr. Dilkington. Yeah, that's okay. Merchant. Um, then we've got Seminal, which I, I quite like that. That's a serious one. They are seminal to us. Pillockton, quite an obvious one. Uh, unique, laughter, and some of the more the ones that got higher. Antivian. Antipoean. Um, Squoze is not is still not a word, which I like. It was more than one word, but he was allowed to. Um, this one I love because it's one of my favourite quotes of the show. But he, he he totally didn't get the idea, and he he used more than one word uh, just because it got my interest, and I kind of thought, why didn't he look both ways? I, I yeah. So I'll give you that because it's such a good quote. It's all right. Tim Pot, Pilk Boys, Man Moth, 
and I just the highest rated ones grippage cryptic and the highest one actually that was antitibuian so yeah thanks for replying to that we got quite a few responses so I think, I think laughter unique and seminal if you're gonna yeah, take obviously it, people are joking with the like grippage you know actually this is a good one genius yeah that's a good one and do tweet us at uh, spinners podcast Gary miraculously and I'm impressed by this I did a technical thing I did, did a technical, technical thing. thing. Me, me did, me did technical thing. A 36-year-old man, you know, single, alone, lonely. He did something seminal. Yeah, I know, a genius, I'd call it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd call it grippage. No, I basically I looked on Twitter and I came up with a Twitter name which was terrible. Trout underscore D. So, oh, what does that mean? What does it even mean? But um, we we realised we're allowed to change it. So now it's Spinners Podcast, all one word. Same with Gmail. That's been changed. Spinners Podcast at Gmail dot com. If you email the old email address, we will still get it. But start emailing the new email address because um, we don't really want to check too. <laughs> I don't really want to chat to. Well, when I say when I say it's we, it's very loose, loose to use of the term <laughs> we. It's Mars that checks it. That's it. And that was the D Trout Spinners uh, episode oh. 26. I think it went okay. Do you, how do you think? Did a bit of a debrief. I think we do at the end. I think that's a good. I was all right. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a good show. Um, you yeah, are you all right? Well done. I was. It's nice Thanks, to talk to you. And I hope to um, I hope to see you in person soon. I'm actually on holiday now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to doing a bit of a staycation. I'm going to go to Snowdonia and Cardiff, um, Snowdonia and Wales. So if there's any Snowdonian fans, hook us up. Yeah, have a Miles. Have a, Miles is so desperate to sign an autograph. He wants someone <laughs> to be in Snowdonia who knows the show. He he honestly that would. I know the ego power trips that Mars would go on. If he's like, like he would just, it would mean a lot. That's it would mean not, a lot to him. And therefore, could not be further from the truth. Is, I'm actually going to this place to get as far away from people as humanely possible because I, I can't be stuck in this so, hellhole anymore. So yeah, there might not be a show next week. We will be tweeting and things. So um, please bear with us. I know, I know, it ruins all of your days and evenings when we don't put up a show. <laughs> but um, what no. are you doing for the rest of the week, Gary? Essays. Speed and, up, not uh, radio, not radio. No, no, I'm speaking at my pace. Don't tell me to speed up. This is my. I've been speaking like this since show one, minute one. Not, not radio. Come on, come on, speed no, it up. no, 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 I don't. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> keep that in as well um do essays and probably just just get a few dominoes orders in as well a few dominoes orders in there we go uh and on that note everyone hope you're all uh staying safe enjoy the sunny weather it's beautiful outside it's too, it's too hot i'm being miserable well basically. i was trying to be a bit more upbeat I know, but I want to you know put your sun cream on sun factor 40 plus that's my recommendation gary might think differently to that um do they have that on the bottle they do, oh, yeah, they do indeed, yeah. Oh, do you know what? Actually, sorry, before we wrap, I got my temperature taken for the first time in a pub. They went, blip, they like beeped your head. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so is it a mandate? So they, is it it's, in your ear? No, 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 on your forehead. Boop. Oh, wow, that's a clever idea. 30, I got 34 degrees. Apparently, if you're over 37, not allowed in. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Huh. That anecdote does reflect, um, that anecdote also reflects on the frequency that mars um occupies pubs at the moment because i haven't even been to a pub since lockdown so no, but let's, let's hope we can record in one soon but anyway, yeah when mars is back from holiday we might do one more on skype then one more then we'll meet in person and wow do imagine that imagine that listeners imagine it so, but yeah as mars says stay safe please do get in touch with us we love it and yeah that's it see you later squash